1: Dear Penny, get it, dear? Sorry, I'm very nervous. I wrote this letter a billion times just to get it right. Anyway, my name's Fritza. I'm a Nixie from Aqualon. I think our plane is Yoda B-16C. At least, that's what it says on the transmitter. The LUQ hub doesn't reach into the Feywild, so I have to go through the reef into the human world to watch the Fallow Crown. They always have to pass through some of the murk to get there. It's super scary, but it's worth it. I was spying on some human girl in the shallows when she took out a scry crystal. That's when I first saw you. A true blue fae. Well, you're not blue, but I am. I never seen anyone so beautiful. I was so jealous of your hooves, I strapped horseshoe crabs to my feet with some kelp and wore them for weeks. Now I sneak away every chance I get to go to the hub. I figured out how to look at the Fallow Crown's archives so I could see every quest you've ever done. I'm happy to keep making the trip, only I'm starting to get scared. The Merc is bigger now, and things inside are getting angry. This will sound strange coming from a Fae, but I have dreams about it sometimes. The Merc. I dream it's alive. That it's hunting me. That it'll keep growing until everything is Merc. But whenever I get scared, I think of you. I think of how brave you are. I think of you standing up to those men with their refined redstone weapons and armor. I think of how strong you are. And I want to be strong too. So I'm going into the murk. I want to find what's in there. And I'm going to kill it. I'm going to be just like you. And one day when I'm strong enough, I'll join LUQ. I have to stop writing now. It's getting dark. Thank you for everything. Yours always.
2: A dim golden purple twilight glow settles down in the
3: amphitheater as Rhea takes you in with her moonlit eyes. You have come. Was there a reality in which we did not? Yes. Singulars often make choices well outside of our purview.
4: Husha furrows his eyebrows at hearing that. He doesn't say anything, but he finds a nice chunk of ruined masonry to sit on.
5: Uh, We have been led here one at a time by your siblings. And I'm sure you know why we're here. But if you don't, I'm happy to explain. Yes. As I predicted, the dark wood spreads.
2: The war will reignite, and those people down there will be armed and trained so that they might die in battle, only to be born again, and repeat the endless cycle.
6: It's not supposed to. It's not supposed to spread, not unless something's gone wrong. The war's supposed to stay contained. This isn't right. You know something of this? I kind of pulse my angelic features. A little, and say my, my lineage is from the plain of war. We did not meet,
2: when last I faced your fellow crown.
6: No, I was otherwise occupied. You
3: were at war.
6: Yes, I was. I am Rhea, the flowing stream,
2: goddess of the moon, and sister to the one you call Penny.
6: One of Penny's sisters is a goddess?
2: Technically, we are all gods and goddesses, only lesser. Or in waiting.
3: We call her Pentecost.
2: Yes. <sighs> Yet another change.
6: It's an honor to meet you, Rhea. I hope that there's some good we can do while we're here. She looks to Yavos.
2: She was foolish to come after you uneducated in the way of greater beings.
5: I would have wondered if I was able.
2: It is not your fault, counter to what everyone is likely telling you. You did as you must.
5: When I have no doubt that it was a choice Penny would have made in many incarnations, but the end result is still heartbreaking. It's
2: important that you understand that mortals have a tendency to want to obviate themselves of guilt and find a subject that they find more comfortable. Your friends blame you, but it is they themselves who share a good portion of the blame. They just haven't accepted that yet. Wusha sort of sinks into himself and grumbles. (laughs) I see things as they were, and I see them as they are reflected upon me, like the faces of the moon. But I do not know what is to come. Only that you will enter the dark wood, Find the creature that you allowed to steal my sister's soul and destroy her.
4: Wish I was going to look at Iavos, moving his lips like he's desperately holding words back. I'm just going to lean in real close so he can at least
6: whisper to me. We ain't about to destroy nothing, boat, Ben. We're going to bring her back. Can we do that? She's a plural, right? You can't destroy a plural.
2: She is but one manifestation of this plurality. To end her is to end something unique. Penny, as you knew her, Penikos now, the greater being whose name I hold secret, is a creature of good. And this being perverts the nature of good. She is an aberration, and such aberrations are not reborn. When they are destroyed, they simply cease to be.
6: I see. So no special conditions then? Just end it? I hope that when you find her you will know what to do. It is not in
5: my sight to control the actions of Singulars. And this version is the one that's tied to the Blackwood? Yes. Freed by Penny's arrogance
2: locked away so long ago, in a tower of both mind and body, kept there, secure. That was the deal. The bargain that was struck with the Darkwood, that the seed of it would be held, silent, and in exchange we maintain peace. And we allow our people to rot and decay. She gestures towards the cities. Once we were a world of progress development, ambition. We were the heaven to those who sought more and better. But the dark wood sundered us. Choices were made, deals were struck, and now we pick at what is
5: left of the world, accepting bliss, but seeking nothing. There was a trial we faced in which Penny fabricated a sort of mind palace for us and While it was supposed to be created through our imagination, I feel as though part of it was real, and we met face to face, spoke with iterations of her, a warrior, a child, a youth lost in a garden, and the last one that we encountered was dark and cruel and spoke malicious, honeyed words, and the soil and water around her turned black as pitch. Yes,
2: she did not know of this thing, but her mind must have reached out and touched it, made it real, filtered it
5: through her current form. And if we can find this corruption and set it right, is there any chance we can get Penicos back? What you ask is
2: absurd. A concept, such as Pentecost, the one you understand, is unique, much like this Darkwood entity is unique. Bringing her back is not something we can do, because she has not gone anywhere. She is an idea, and if it manifests again, that is as the cosmos wills. But I will do what I can to help you. You have to understand that me and my siblings cannot enter this place. The war must be avoided, and for us to set foot would bring an end to all things.
4: Wuxia is going to look at Iavos again, his eyebrows sort of like raised up, uh, his lips quivering. Speak, Wuxia. Um, Iavos, does it work like like the meat wagon? If we think about her enough, is she going to show up here? It, it That makes sense. You've read too many fairy tales. Wusha is very quickly going to look at Rhea and shut his mouth.
3: So once again, we are the tools of plurals. You are asking a task of us. What is our payment to kill our own friend? I ask you no task. I only put forth
2: what you should do. These are your choices, and if you choose not to deal with them, then the consequences are yours to bear. But since this is in many ways your fault, I had hoped that you would feel some sense of responsibility.
3: Oh, we do have a responsibility. And we want our friend back. We don't want to kill her. Perhaps I'm speaking for all of us, but do we agree, fellow crown? Usha emphatically nods his head and stomps his big old foot a couple times. I
5: don't think that we're being directed to kill Penicos or Penny. This is something else, and we have to keep that in mind. And while it is a part of her, it's more like cutting away a cancer and letting the body heal on its own than slitting a throat. Although we can get more information when we're face to face. But this creature, it took her place. It was waiting. It's intelligent and it will lie to us. It will make us think it's her. I believe this in my heart. Do you quibble when you kill a
2: demon? No. No. If you were to slay an aberration, would you find yourself weeping in the night for its loss? If it was my comrade.
4: Breaking his promise, Wusha says, I've cried over things I've had to kill before. It ain't always clean. It ain't always right. Sometimes it leads you to places you never wish to go. If there's another solution we can find, here and now, if we go into that horrible place, I'll be the first one to do it.
2: A beautiful novelty of yours limited existence. You can do whatever you wish, and in fact you must, for it is not mine to decide what will happen, only to divine it. But, in order for your optimal outcome to come to fruition, you will need a catalyst. Please. Gestures to the altar. The siblings come to the altar and kneel before it in a circle leaving space enough for all of you.
4: Usha will head over, bend the knee on his bad leg, and support himself with his good
5: one. No stranger to ritual. I will fall into place quietly, watching curiously. I join them.
2: Gaspar will reluctantly join. Echo walks past you and lays down on the altar. Rhea lifts her arms, and as she does, a ray of moonlight shines down from the sky, encircling the altar and all of you. It feels as though a blanket of lead has been placed on your shoulders. You could stand, you could move, but the comfort of that pressure keeps you in your place. Echo's nervous smile begins to falter as her eyes flutter and shut. I cast word without rhyme or timbre in the name of Calliope, Nathilikos, and zeal. Nearsenikos, bring forth my sister. I offer word.
6: She gestures to each of you. Speak of her. Hal steps forward. Penny was my friend. My comrade in arms. A teammate. She supported us. Set us up. And we did the same. When we ascended to Hero, we fought a creature, a strange reflection of a creature she had seen before. Something she said was like the Darkwood. I was willing then to give my life that she could lend the final blow, to lend her my strength as she had lent me hers so many times.
3: And I'm willing to do it again. From the very first moment... I saw Penny I knew I would hate her then there was the second and third moment as we made our way through the tests of the LUQ she did something that I had never seen plurals do appreciate the novelty of what we singulars do I think that is why I fell in love at least a little how could you not Grow attached to someone growing before your eyes, like a childhood friend. In the moments leading up to her transition into Pentecost, the ritual meant to save her life, her being. When given the choice, I thought we had decided on the same thing. I told her to trust in what she believed and just remember who you are. I thought she would turn away from plurality. I thought she had finally understood. And she betrayed me. She chose what I did not want, but she chose what was correct for her. And so, all the love I had for Penny is inherited by Penicos.
4: I ain't never had a lot of stability in my life. Move from ship to ship, crew to crew. Task to task, like the winds were carrying me about. I knew that I would stand through still in storm with a lot of you, long as you would add me. But for a while, you were just another crew, another group of people, temporary in my life. And I was okay with that, come to terms with it even. But old Penn shook that up. She came to me when I thought it was my time to leave. She came to me when I thought my sails had died down and my time here was over. She told me something I ain't never forgotten and until now never knew how to repay her. She said to me I were her best friend and that dropped an anchor so hard I thought I'd stay in that spot forever. But that was stolen away from me. And I ain't gonna drift again. I ain't gonna lose the chance to tell her how I think and I feel. I ain't gonna sacrifice the idea that she means the same to me as well. i never been good at showing that, but I won't be robbed this opportunity.
5: After she had her dream. No, her nightmare. She used to come and sleep in my room for comfort. She came to me. To put her mind at ease. And I would sing her the lullabies that my mother taught me. And she said they were silly and they didn't rhyme right. And they were too short. But she fell asleep all the same. Stole my blankets and kicked me with her hooves. Shoulder to shoulder. Drenched in blood and warfare in this game we play. She was the one that smiled. She was the one that had a positive outlook. And saw the silver in every cloud despite everything. And it was a blade that buried into her that set her on a new path, but, but it was exerting free will that killed the penny we knew, that tore her away from what she was. How cruel a thing to be punished for following your heart. But I wanted to know more and watch her grow, and I will do anything To continue that study, be it Penny, Pinnikos, or whatever form comes after. Family gives me strength, and she is mine, forever. I offer
2: blood. Each sibling, save Echo, cuts their wrist and bleeds on the altar. And I offer a vessel. Of flesh. Rhea of the Moon raises a dagger of pearl, and with each line she drives it into Echo's heart. Arise, Kara, child of Philikos and Arsenikos. Arise, Kara, daughter of brother and sister wed. Arise, Kara, begotten of the dark wood.
5: What the f?
7: Dirk, language. What the f? It would seem Penelope Farthing. Are
2: you telling me that Penny Goodest Girl Farthing is some incest baby grown in a nightmare womb?
7: Succinct and horribly inaccurate as usual. What the f? Dirk. The higher echelons of sentient life do not abide by the physical, social, and ethical taboos of the lower. To suggest that Penny's parentage is suspect because of a conceptual siblinghood is both incorrect and ignorant.
2: Oh yeah, you're right. I'm just some simple country bumpkin from a private demiplane where my dad was both vegetable enforcer and pseudo-quarterway demigod. I don't know anything about awkward family dynamics. Wait, no, I totally know what's going on! This is bullshit. It's one thing for Snurge, the fart god of Feta Q90, to d- down his mom, who's also a horse, because it's the only way to kill their cosmic mega daddy, who also happens to be a robot. It's totally something else for a League member to drop a heaping plate of f- broccoli with sh- gravy onto the League's lap. Dirk? Rusty, character drama's one thing, but this is something else. This is too much.
7: I'm surprised you feel so strongly about the integrity of the LUQ. F***
2: the LUQ. Rusty, this is why those bastards attacked the press conference. People died because of her. And not some DPS tank gutted in a throwdown against an acid weasel. You can't just drag their chunks back to an altar to snurge to huff cosmic farts and pop back for round two. They're gone. Souls and all, shredded. Rusty, I almost died. Waked out of existence because of some family feud. Let's let's just go to commercial.
5: We're about to witness a planar phenomenon, a keyhole between worlds that only marketing can penetrate. Join me as we glimpse into the Adverse.
0: I want to take a second to tell you about a podcast I think you'll really like, Mayday. No one is prepared for disaster.
8: Hungry after a long quest? No time to cook? Pop into Mutton King, hasty food for heroes on the go. For just two gold and 99 copper, you can try our new mutton rye monster burger. Two slabs of gray, gristly hot mutton smothered with beet puree and blue cheese between two slabs of hardtack with salted pickled potato ribbons and a queen-sized wine. Or our new 12-piece mutton nuggets. Chewy bread and tomed mutton chunks boiled in oil and served scalding hot with your choice of dipping sauce, almond vinegar, creamy red wine sauce, or salted honey. Tired of mutton? As if. But if you are, try the new salted cod burger on a bed of garden weeds in hearth-cooked unleavened bread. Don't be sheepish, try our new ride-through window for even faster service. Mutton fills you up like mutton king. Hail you cuties, luck be a mid-roll tonight. In case you missed the follow-up, the goblin-up event at Wayfinder, me and Zach DM'd at, was a huge success and a ton of fun. Not only is the second one scheduled for February 27th, but me and Zach are both signed up to DM again, and tickets are selling fast. You can find ticket sales at wayfinder.beer, or follow the link at theluq.com. While you're there, you can also find links to me and Zach's DM hiring pages if you want to commission either of us to run a game for you and your friends. This chapter finale is totally wild, so we hope you're ready for what's to come. It came to my attention recently that the Despite plugging the Patreon all the time and talking about how great the community in the Discord is, I rarely mention how many of the Patreon rewards you can get just on the Discord. The bonus content channel is loaded with cutting room floor bloopers, bonus art, and photos from behind the scenes, and Q&A with the actors and Dungeon Masters happens all the time. It really is an awesome space. And speaking of the Patreon, our current legendary mid-roll teams are the Titans Rise, the Ceaseless Horde, and this week's featured team, the Twilight Concord, with Maisie, Mike Gordon, Big Boy Roy, and Caitlin Oliver. For personal messages or advertising opportunities, reach out to admin at Watch live streams of the new episodes Monday Night with Dana at twitch.tv forward slash streams. We're going to attempt to do some more nuzlocks in February, if we can manage. At least we'd like to. Our temporary mailing address while fixing some P.O. box shenanigans is 2511 Southeast Pine Street, Portland, Oregon, 97214, if you have anything you're dying to send to the cast. I'll keep it short and sweet so we can get back to the story, because I don't know about you, but I can't wait to see what happens next.
7: Watch that leaping from roof to roof. Did you see that? that thing sliding down
8: the storm drain what's that scaling the brick wall and running along the fire
1: escape could it be
7: (laughs) it's the new extreme hex games competition introducing (laughs) parkour second story equine acrobatics forget the rodeo These rough riders are climbing sky high and racing through rooftop obstacles, tumbling, vaulting, and climbing sheer walls to become the Park Horse Champion. Coming this summer to the Hex Games, Park Horse. Now, those are high horses.
2: Collecting yourselves, you realize that Echo is gone. In her place, covered in blood, is that same Penelope Farthing that first cast a coin into a well, dreaming of a life of adventure.
9: Uh, I, I wished for adventure, and my whole family is here, and, and new friends. Who, who
4: are you? A large, wet stranger, smelling of an empty tide pool, is going to rush toward Penny and do the best he can to scoop her up in a big hug.
5: You're back! You're back! You're back! You're back! You're back!
9: My back! My back! My back! My back! (laughs) I've never had a hug quite like that before. Already experiencing new things.
5: Ayavos shoots eyes knowingly to Halifon and Gaspar. Oh, dear.
9: And what do you mean you're back? I, I've i been here this whole time. I just... This wasn't what I was a moment ago.
2: Rhea walks to her sister, places a hand on her shoulder, and the blood drips off of her, leaving her clean. But the ragged hole in the clothing,
9: where Echo's heart was, remains. Look, the sun's come up. Do you want to play a game, or we could go swimming, or... What do you want to do today? Any game, any race, any swimming, anything you
5: want. Oh, dear. Um, hello. My name is Ayavos. It's nice to meet you.
9: Ah, it's nice to meet you. I'm Penny. Penny Farthing.
5: i look to my allies again. Then I'll look to Rhea. <sighs> This is uh, who we're bringing into the Blackwoods, then. It is a hollow thing getting exactly what
2: you
6: want, isn't it? As hollow as her.
9: Is everything okay?
6: It's a complicated question, Penny. My name is Hallifin, Hallifin Orson, Jr. It's nice to meet you. Although, in a way, we've met before.
9: That's strange. I don't remember you. I love your sword. Do you go on adventures?
5: I do. We came here to take you on an adventure.
9: That's what I've always wanted. When can we leave?
5: Epiphany climbs
2: atop Apophis's back. As they leave, Zosimos follows. Only Rhea is left of Penny's family.
9: But you you only just got here. Or maybe I only just got here.
3: They can't come with us on our adventure.
9: That's too bad.
3: I offer up my hand for a very formal handshake.
9: (laughs) Oh, I've heard of this. I've always wanted to do this. She reaches out and takes your hand.
3: You can call me Gaspar.
9: I'm Penny. She does not move her hand at all.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Gaspar is going to slightly increase the grip and then give it one up and down. And then let go.
9: Can we do that again? That was fun.
2: In time, my sister. For now, you must ready for battle.
9: What kind of game is that? I've never heard that before.
2: It is a bloody one. But one I'm sure you will find yourself quite enamored with. She reaches into a large sack and pulls out a suit of bronze armor, as well as a shield and sword.
3: Have you heard of full-contact bocce bow?
9: <sighs> yes, I really wanted to play it so many years ago, but I didn't pass the
3: tryouts. It's like that, but no timeouts. She begins to fit you,
2: placing breastplate, bracers, and each piece on your body
9: glancing down at the breastplate. Oh, we are going to play bocce ball. (laughs) She hands you your sword and straps the shield to your arm. What are these for? These are going to make it difficult.
2: She takes your hand, moves the blade to your arm, and cuts you. Ow! As the blood touches the blade, it tarnishes.
9: I I don't understand what, what this is.
2: You will. She begins to walk towards the village.
9: Can't we just go play, like, touch flower arranging or something? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you wished for an adventure,
9: and this is this is what I got, isn't it?
3: We wished for something too, and in the Fey realms, you should be careful what you wish for.
9: <laughs> That's very
4: true. Wusha is going to look at Hal, Ayavos, Gaspar and start to dwindle a little bit. And he says, I know I'm not supposed to be understanding things, but right now I can't help but try. This ain't right, is it?
6: No, I don't think it is. If it's any comfort, Wuxia, I don't think it's wrong, either. I think it just is.
2: All
5: right, all right. That makes sense. This is how they want us to do things, and this is their world that we're helping. But it does go to show that when they think that we are having our dreams come true, they truly do not understand singulars.
4: I'm going to walk over to this new penny and look down at her and say, My name's Woosha. Put a hand on her shoulder. You can call me Woosh if you want to. That's a
9: fun name to say. Woosha. It's like the sound of the wine lake makes
4: <laughs> Usha is going to close his eyes tight sort of bite onto his
2: knuckle and say
4: "Yep, yes it is" little one
2: words are shared in the long walk to the dark wood jokes that you've told before but they get the same ringing laughter they always did until you find yourselves in the flame weald where the dark wood is burned back there, at the threshold of so unhallowed a place, you face a familiar threat. In all your adventures, the wood has always represented a test of metal, stretching your skills, ability, and knowledge to the brink. And yet, as you come to the dark wood, a path opens itself to you.
5: I'm going to look to this Penelope. Have you been here before?
9: Never this close. Wow. I'm so excited to go on an adventure with all of you. You all seem so experienced. I'm lucky to be in such capable hands.
5: You've read a lot of stories, right, Penny?
9: Oh, yes. There was a time when I went to the library every day to read more adventure stories.
5: Sometimes in those stories you know how the hero must confront something difficult, something that's not just a battle. Sometimes a moral decision, or sometimes a a crisis of
9: self. I don't think I understand. What's a crisis of self?
5: (laughs) I suppose that wouldn't make it into your people's books. We are going to potentially see and experience some very strange things. But we are here to help you, and we're here to help this world. So no matter how crazy it gets, just know that we're on your side. And we'll do whatever we can to help. We should...
6: Maybe we should prepare her more, Ayavos. I don't want her to be confused to think we were misleading her.
5: I don't think we have time for any kind of meaningful training. I think what this is, this penny, this perfect, pure incarnation... It's exactly what it needs to be for what we have ahead of us.
9: Her small hand takes yours, Ayavos. (laughs) And you're reminded just how small and precious she was when she first arrived on Zenith. No matter what, I know everything will be okay. You're all what I wished for.
2: Thanks, little one. You take your first tentative steps on the path the wood has laid out for you. Despite its name, it is not dark at all. The morning light shines through the branches of dead trees and glimmers on pools of swamp water. But as the road nears the heart of darkness, these naked black branches give way to a canopy of sickly yellow, which soon yields to gold. Ahead can be seen a clearing in the swamp. Whose dark ponds glimmer with golden light. A forsaken drum tower looms forgotten and desolate at the far edge of the clearing. From its side, a colossal oak has grown, black of wood and gold of leaf. At its base, crucified, is a barely living goddess. A giant figure bound to the colossal tree, this once radiant goddess looks feverish, gagged by a strip of rotten leaves. Her pale eyes, cloudy and lusterless, flit about in a haze. Her dark skin appears ashy in the pale light. Her cascading braids of blossoming ivy and gown of moss, lichen, and wildflowers gradually wilt as errant blooms tumble and fall to the ground below. Spiked chains of cold iron-like briars keep her bound, drawing thin rivulets of blood which trickle down her legs before being absorbed into the tree's coal-black bark. Her arms are outspread, each hand affixed to the trunk, by a cruel spike. And knelt before her, a figure rises. At first your mind cannot grasp what you are seeing, as a pale face turns to you, curtained by ebon hair, lank from morning fog, until his voice rings out across the clearing. Penny Farthing, silly girl, the only one in all the worlds, she came upon a mortal boy and blessed his heart with light and joy. She kissed his cheek to mend his frown and gave to him a flower crown. But in her heart the darkness rose, till flowers sprang from mouth and nose. The boy would scream, at least he tried, as roses bloomed behind his eyes. She laughed and laughed in mortal pain, until he swore upon her name. And then he rose a night of dark, a paladin of wood and bark. And though his queen was sealed away, her power grew each passing day but how to guide her little boy. A ring of black to show her joy. Ophidian Ashpool lifts his hands to show the black rings climbing his wrists to the elbows. He wears no armor nor garish clothing, only a stained and dirty white shirt with the sleeves rolled up and a pair of tattered black trousers. At his hip, his short sword and whip. And from his eyes, Black tears well and fall, streaking his face.
1: No!
4: What?
9: Ah! Ah! Shit,
4: yeah. Let's fucking get it, team.
9: What? Mm. What? What the mm. boy <laughs> What?
2: I couldn't stop it. I tried to help when I could. I did everything I could. Help? You've been nothing but
4: a huge thorn in my ass the whole time I've seen you. And now ain't any different. Get
2: the fuck out of my way. I tried to keep you on track. I tried to keep you focused. Stay in the league. Pay attention to the league. Do your job. And only do your job. But you just wouldn't listen.
5: Cut her down, Ovidian. I can't.
9: After a moment of silence, you hear a hollow thud. A shield and sword hitting the foliage at your feet. Mama? She doesn't respond.
5: If you won't cut her down, then move aside so that we may. Please, just go. Just turn around and go. You don't have to be here. She can't hurt you if you leave.
2: There ain't nowhere else I'm meant to be, Fijian. She's done with me. I know it. I can feel it in my heart. She has a new champion. I just don't know who it is. But I'll be dead soon, and I won't be able to help you anymore. I can't protect you. Just leave. All I ask is that you leave.
6: Wushar's right, Ashpool. You've been a thorn in our side since the beginning. You tried to kill Penny in the market with that smite, and I'm not going to let you stop us this time. Get out of the way. And I draw my halberd and charge him. Roll for
5: initiative. To begin... With a 24, we have Ashpool. Excellent.
2: Hal, do you want to be on him
6: when you start, or do you want to be with them? I don't think there's any reason for me not to be right there. I'm assuming one score away, so your halberd has most effectiveness? Sure. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, he has a whip, so he's got reach too, but... true, Reach fight! Mm. The Swiss
2: (laughs) offense. You can see that his blade and whip are already crackling with magical energy. He anticipated your coming and prepared accordingly. He is going to make a whip attack against Halifon. That is a 22... Uh, 22 hits me. Okay. You'll be taking 2d4 slashing, which totals to six. Okay. And 2d4 poison, which totals five. Okay. You'll also take an additional four from his charisma. Okay. Um, I'd also like you to make a strength saving throw to resist the trip. Got it. 19. Excellent. The whip wraps around your leg And as it does, it cuts into the clothes and flesh wherever it's exposed. The searing agony of it is exceeded only by the sickening sense of illness that spreads through you. As the whip lands, he steps forward and then swings at you again with his short sword. 18? Hits. Okay.
6: My health is high. My AC is not.
2: (laughs) That is going to be 13 piercing. Okay. And another nine poison. As the whip finds home, he uses the momentum of it to pull himself forward, steps in, and slashes at you with his short sword, both wounds leaving bloody gashes in your limited armor. I told you to run.
6: I did, just not the direction you want me to.
5: Ooh-hoo-hoo, I like that. Next in the initiative we have Gaspar.
3: Gaspar follows the command of Ophidian and starts running, drawing his crossbow from his hip. Towards the dark wood, not the golden tree. Power slides behind a tree to attempt to hide. All right, that is a natural 20 for 33 to hide from Ophidian. Hot Dangus. Uh, His passive is not strong enough to overcome that. All right. And who could expect a piece of wood to be flying from dark forest? (laughs) (laughs) It's just one of the many hazards that exist here. Yeah, it just happens. I don't know who to blame. (laughs) <laughs> but that is a 27 to hit. Uh, Yeah, that'll do it. 10, 22. That is 39 points of damage. Fucking Lord. They were all fours, sixes, and sevens.
5: There was a lot of resentment in that crossbow bowl.
3: Of- <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it's a dark wood. There's a lot of negative feelings. Fair enough. These branches are really sharp.
5: Next in the initiative is Iavos. Iavos takes a step forward, calling out to Ashpool. Aphidian, you know what choice we have to make here. It's the very kind you forged us into making. Of course. Even in this, you're stubborn. Placing my hand to my necklace. I whisper under my breath a word that has not left my lips in far too long. Bless. Ah, I can feel it. And I bless all members of the Fallow Crown. And with my bonus action, I turn to the shiny new penny and I say, When the time calls for battle, remember, all tools can be made weapons. And I pull the plowshare off my back. And using just a little bit of glory to have the action economy, I cast Spiritual Weapon on the Plowshare and send it out towards the Bound Calliope. Nice. It gets halfway there. I like it. And next, after Iavos, is the Wusha. Wusha will narrow his eyes toward
4: Ophidian. I see right through you, Fidgen. I can see every ache and pain in your body. And with that, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on him. Nice. Then I'm going to run Along the path to within 20 feet of him. And as the ghostly chains appear on the back of my magic spear, I'm going to throw it at him twice. Hey, love it. The first one is a 21 versus his AC.
2: Very nice. Fantastic.
4: I am going to use my piercer ability to reroll one of these piercing damage die. Okay. Better. 23 damage with the first one.
1: Y'all are
2: too spicy. <laughs>
1: I cast blast. I don't know what you're
2: talking about. There we go.
4: And 19 versus AC with the second.
2: I like it. Uh, that's
4: definitely going to hit. Fantastic. 18 damage on the second. Beautiful. Sending my spear out to harry him over and over again. I tug it back on the chains and try to fill Ophidian with as many holes as possible. I love it.
5: Next on the initiative is Penny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Are <you> being waterboarded, <laughs>
9: as you think that, you notice Penny is doffing her breastplate. It falls heavy on the ground. <sighs> I can't even cast spells in that thing. It's so heavy. <sighs> You're all so cool. You have these things to say after everything you do. Is that what it means to be a hero? Now ain't no time for a panic attack. See, like that. (sighs) She watches this battle go down between Halophon and Ophidian. Her eyes sparkle as she watches the thread that guides Halophon's actions, weaves it into the story of this world, creates a narrative. A king who wears a crown of gold. His fate is dark, his heart untold. Halophon, as she speaks the words... You gain bardic inspiration, and the light cast from your glowing tattoos spreads to encompass you and Ophidian. This is a fairy fire. Ooh, Classic penny move. So Ophidian's going to have to make a dexterity saving throw, and Haliphon, that bardic inspiration is a d8. I am not a valor bard, so you can't add it to damage. What okay. is the dc on that? The dc is 16.
2: He fails and begins to glow with Haliphon's story.
5: Next in the initiative is Hal himself. Oh, very good.
6: All right. Well, I guess I've got him where I want him. <laughs> As Hal's tattoos glint in the light of Penny's fairy fire, he says, Oh, I think we can do a little bit than that. Rages, and they burst into a brilliant glow. And in that flare, Fidian shields his eyes. Hal makes two lightning quick attacks. I love it with advantage for fairy fire Mm. first strike is a 23 that'll do it okay it's 17 but i have bless so let me find out uh actually that's going to be enough regardless of what you roll in that bless die so go ahead and do your damage that's good
2: because
5: i rolled a one so (laughs) (laughs) we have zero down on his armor class
6: yes very good all right that's going to be 2d10 plus 12 Roll that beautiful bean footage. God damn. Well, it's it's plus six two times. Nice. Unfortunately, I can't re-roll the three because it's one shy of the number, but the other one's a ten. So thirteen plus twelve is twenty five points of damage to Ashpool. pool And I'm gonna I have them to burn. I'm gonna burn a first level spell slot to deal an additional eleven points of radiant damage, which is an Osamar I think he'll have. You'd be correct. He still takes an extra five. So 30. Hell yeah. Eat it, Ashpool.
2: He drops to one knee. He is no more than he was when you last faced him. And against five enemies, he simply doesn't have the strength. Please. Hal. You want to protect them. I know you want to protect them. The only way you can do that is by getting them out of here. The champion is coming.
6: I know it. I can feel it. I'm afraid you're mistaken, Ashpool. The champion's already here. And I take my halberd and I drive it through his chest into the ground behind him.
7: Uphidian Nashpool, captain of the battle standard and apparent servant to the force which launched the attack on the Fallow Crown's press conference. Dead. God damn it! Alaphon Orison Jr. is in violation of the LUQ PvP Charter. Unsanctioned violence against a player and a, a killing blow against a downed opponent.
2: Ophidee Ashpool is, was a part of the league. I don't care if he was sucking rancid milk from some dark tree tit. He did his job and he did it well. Every team he touched was better for it. Whether they admit it or not. He was a good captain. He was a good player even if he wasn't good aligned. What's happening, Rusty? This isn't normal.
7: This isn't right. I know, Dirk. What's going to happen to the Fallow crown? It would seem an administrative meeting excluding the commissioner has been called to discuss the implications of the Fallow crown's actions. Betrayal, drama, and violence are to be expected in the League, but this is beyond the pale. Multiple incidents of interplanar crime, violation of zenithal law, as well as the LUQ Code of Conduct stand in sharp contrast against an all-time high in viewership and massive public support. But for disciplinary action or pardon to be dispensed, our heroes must first survive, and as their adventure in eudaimonia draws to a close, the future of the fallow crowd is uncertain.
9: I'm sorry what the fuck just happened yeah i what
6: Hulafon?
5: so there's some stuff you didn't tell us maybe about what happened back home
6: oh there's always been stuff i didn't tell you about what happened back home
5: yeah but it's not like a barbecue you didn't tell us about it's just, <laughs> you didn't tell us
8: about some bomb-ass german potato salad i'm talking about it. I'm packed with evil yeah yeah
2: I had, oh. had some ribs. Uh, I played a little bocce ball made out with my cousin. Oh, yeah. And I become one with the darkness. This has been a bocce ball heavy episode.
9: Very. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's the bloodiest sport in the world's most dangerous game. No, yeah, the world's most dangerous game.
6: I bocce softballed that in. We, I'm can't,
5: sorry. we can't trust anyone. You're all, I'm just going to fireball the whole party. Yeah, Wushaw <laughs> is never
4: going to forgive you for killing Ophidian because he wanted to.
9: Oh gosh, so many things! Jesus, this is uh,
6: twists and turns. Like the
9: chapter was like a little slow up till now. I was enjoying kicking back and kind of watching it unfold. Family episode, and then this bullshit. I did intend that fight to go a little longer and be a little more dangerous, but uh, <laughs> it
2: turns out one level like ten paladin warlock mm. just can't quite stand up against. Five fucking heroes. Yeah. At least he
6: rolled good initiative, so he did get one round before he got obliterated.
2: I, I didn't even hit him. I just, I just buffed us.
6: We yeah, forgot.
4: Like Iavos in the fucking library, we're hard as fuck.
2: I actually had to give him five
6: extra HP in the odd hope that I was like,
2: maybe he'll take this out. And it's like,
6: <laughs> nope. Immediately more damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was my decision to smite what finished him? Uh, yeah, yeah, more
2: specific. More specifically, the fact that you remembered that you were, that we remembered
3: you were blessed. You being mm. blessed is what did it. If You had missed fair. that one attack. That, yeah, it's that's fine.
6: fair.
5: So the blast does matter.
3: The dice, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. It always, it matter. it was always mattered. It always mattered. I
8: was about to ask him to help us,
5: but now?
6: I, yeah.
8: <clears throat> Let's go around and hear some favorite moments.
6: Ooh. Mine, well, I, I'll, I'll <laughs> let other ahead. people go, go first. Go ahead. No, I, I, I shouldn't always go first. All right. Uh, mine was Ophidian being the little boy that, that Dana flower murdered. Or uh-huh. not Dana. Uh, that well,
9: I mean, in a, in a very literal way, it was Dana, but I agree. I yeah. had no idea that was coming. I've been planning that
2: since you read that first like, fucking message. Fucking
4: awesome.
9: I I don't know if, if it's going to get cut or not, but I, I just screamed several, several times. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I am
2: not kidding. When you The moment you read that poetry, I was like, well, I know what I'm going to do with that. Yeah. <laughs>
9: I know, I know
6: Zach, Zach has said, I think, a couple times in the outro and more than once to us uh, in other conversations, this chapter represents the culmination of some seeds that he's been sowing since episode one. I, I did not see the Ophidian Penny history backstory at all. Yeah. <laughs> so that twist gets my favorite moment for me.
5: I feel like the only time it's it's come up where you can connect the dots, which is what I'm not saying. I like read this perfectly because this was a big curveball. But there was a time when I think Ophidian either got KO'd or someone was doing like a coup de gras, and uh, there was a vision of flowers blooming from the wound.
8: Yep. Oh,
9: it was it. literally
5: during Yahweh's
8: chapter. I foreshadowed
5: this guy. one chapter ago. Yeah, uh, I do remember
6: when he crit and he, or when he hit Penny and he smote. I remember being like, you can't smite fey creatures. They don't get a bonus damage. And you being like, Ophidian specifically gets bonus damage against fey creatures. Exactly. It's part, <laughs> it's part of his oath. And I'm now I'm like, well, that fucking makes sense.
5: It kind of makes you his patron a little bit. Mm-hmm.
3: Hello, Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Any other favorite moments? Oh, I mean, there were, I feel like. You can feel free to disagree, Dana. But there was a moment where it felt like you were listening to your character's like eulogy. Um, It was very
9: intense for me. Yeah,
3: where you had to step away from the mic a little bit. I had to push my chair back
9: and I had to look off into a corner. It was, uh, it was heavy. Those were very nice stories. Very nice. Like y'all, y'all brought a tear to my eye. It was a lot of fun to get to be. I did appreciate. I always liked
5: emotion.
6: I did appreciate that. It sounds like every member of the party is at least a little bit in love with Penny.
3: Or that's that's what her character does, though, yeah. Right? It's like, like kind of the whole
9: point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah I, you're I,
3: supposed to be entranced. I
9: appreciated that too. I was I was very taken aback by by some of Gaspar's words, and then uh, and then Law just made me fucking tear up.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like yeah, that that had to be
9: a highlight. That's a I good, don't think you it's can, a good highlight.
3: You obviously can't see the emotion in the room, but hopefully you can, yeah. you heard it.
4: Oh, you can see it. If you look at the little progress bar on the, the podcast app or whatever. You're oh, listening to, that's you can true. See it.
3: We've uh, hidden a secret message in the wavelength,
9: Yeah. Whatever
6: they're called. By, by the end of the episode that, that the emotion is very full.
9: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zachary, I'm going to have to give you kudos again on a Zachary original penny poem. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You asked me, I think the start of yesterday to send you all my poems and I did, and I didn't know what you were doing. And like, that was very cool. I, I very much enjoyed that. I just needed to make mm. sure the meter was right because I couldn't remember one hundred percent and I didn't want to come through the episodes. <laughs> A-
3: and yeah. he disarmed you with the other <laughs> poem because it's like, oh, that's what he was doing with all my poems, mm-hmm. writing his own, like yeah, in your style. And I,
9: I want both of those written down. I, I want them. And then <laughs> um and then my real my real favorite moment in this game, um, I really, really enjoyed playing this version of Penny and your collective reaction to it. Was fantastic. It's everything I hoped it would be. Fantastic. Uh,
3: I feel like, yeah, that was the kind of what you get for when you wish with the Fae moment that actually had meaning. It wasn't just like a gotcha mm-hmm. DM kind of thing. It was like a everybody and their characters going, oh, no. <laughs> it was good. You know, setting ourselves up for heartbreak all over again.
4: My favorite moment was having Dana play any kind of penny, again. My favorite moment, hands down. Look, I'm going to level with all of you. I feel like I am at the farmer's market of your guys' games, right? You planted the seeds, you sowed the narrative, and I'm just here fucking eating up your garlic and not really thinking about the steps that happened beforehand. <laughs> um, <You're> but... <laughs> not many steps. No, not, no. so right. many steps. For garlic? So, alright, fair. All right. Whatever. <laughs> 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 uh, but this is this is the first episode that's got like that that deep, like trembling lower lip reaction from me that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There was some there was some real shit that happened to the fucking table today and in the closet. But uh,
9: <laughs>
4: getting getting to see Dana back in your fucking element back in your goddamn penny shit felt so good, and I'm. It's been I'm a while. So happy. It's been too long, and I'm so happy that I was here for it.
9: Yeah, small moment. I also got a call out when I, I just kind of ad libbed that that Penny reached for Iose's hand and took it, and I mostly so wanted to emphasize how small she was now, and his gasp, like mm. that gasp you threw in their law, oh, like oh, breaks perfect. my heart.
2: So oh, I love that he. I love that he does like fully for like <laughs> breaths and stuff like that. Even like the first episode of this chapter when I was like telling him talking about him waking up mm, and he gave that yeah. deep breath. It was oh, yeah. perfect.
9: Also, um, audience, I know my little squeals are awful. The cast <laughs> nope, insisted we not redo them. They're yep. failed. No, the Wu shall
5: Pick-You Up Hug accident squeak was <laughs> pur- <laughs>
8: perfect. is- yeah. It sounded good.
5: So cute. I can't I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm done and I won't and I can't. No. <laughs> Too much heartbreak. Just Talking to actual Penny again sucks ass.
8: Yeah. Uh, Seeing Ophidian come to the fruition of his cursed path sucks ass. Yeah. Uh, Seeing Penny's mom crucified as a dark effigy in this horrible place sucks ass. So good. Um, And it's all very good. It's a good story that sucks ass. (laughs) As a good story should. It hurts me in my heart's ass. (laughs) Everyone put their whole ass
4: into this fucking episode. It was great.
2: I want to hear... Oh, I want you to hear these last two lines from the first Penny poem that happened in this episode or this chapter. Um, So bring my friends to journey's end and watch them fall from grace. For in the dark wood, merest spark would set it all ablaze. Tried to foreshadow this one for you guys. Oh, I heard it. That's a whole five shadow, dog. Do remember (laughs) that category. (laughs) Also, I was really proud of uh, uh, In the Darkwood, Mirrors Sparkwood, set it all ablaze. I was very pleased by that rhyme, and I'm like, yeah,
7: "Yeah, Zach. (laughs) 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 Wait, I guess those
2: layered MF Doom bars in there, Um, my dude.
3: You knew the fairy fire was
2: there. (laughs) Right? Honestly, yeah, my favorite moment has to be Ashpool just because, oh, man, I've been fucking. I've been
9: waiting. I've been waiting. I screamed.
6: The setup setup (laughs) for that was very good. And and I would say for us, it definitely paid off. Yeah. If for you, the listener who's still listening to this outro, it paid off, give us a shout out on Twitter or whatever other social media. If you're in the discord, you know. Uh, let us know. There's a spoilers channel in Discord for this reason. Yeah. Honestly, boy, boy, the spoilers <laughs> Hashtag channel
8: #gaspool. Yeah, <laughs> the,
6: the spoilers channel after this episode is going to fucking explode. Well, that sounds
2: like slash fiction for Gaspar Ashpool. It, it does. I was going to say #hashtagpoolboy. <laughs> 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 pool boy. <laughs> pool boy. <laughs>
3: Hashtag pool boy. This has been one full meat card of a chapter. It, Dude, it's a it really doozy. has.
9: I wanted it here, and here it came. Every time you think you're full, there's just another tantalizing <laughs> pork belly just waiting.
6: And it isn't over. <gasps> yeah, we have one. another episode still, and until the conclusion of this
2: dark chapter, we wish you luck.